Hey everyone, this is Jackie Marie Byer, your host, here to help inspire you on your journey to create, grow, and enjoy a green organic oasis. So let's get growing. So week, the first batch of salsa I made, I completely ruined and put too much vinegar in apple cider I, I just it just I couldn't come back from it and so uh so I'm being very cautious today <laughs> That's hopefully following the recipe step by step like every like you know measuring sort of <laughs> did you wash your hands so you don't burn your eyeballs <laughs> I did but it just doesn't it doesn't seem to like I don't know go away plus I'm like still in the middle of it like I only have like half the batch done Okay. So I still have to like go back and cut. I just I've only cut one of the jalapenos and it calls for five. <laughs> and like I cut up half the green peppers and just a small amount of the tomatoes, but I put the onions and the garlic in and the um I it called for cumin. I finally went and bought cumin and put that in. And uh, it tastes delicious. I already tasted it and it's it's coming out much better, but I just, I got to use up these tomatoes. So I need to make it. I hear you. Cause yeah. look what I bought. I know uh, allspice. We were talking about this allspice oh, for pickling. Yeah. So it comes in a big container and the ingredients are cinnamon, coriander seed, mustard seed, allspice, which... I guess that is just a spice on its own. Bay leaves, ginger, dill seeds, cloves, red pepper, and black pepper. And I'm going to post this on the um, organic. Wait, hold a jar so I can see it. Oh, wait, I'm the other way. Here. Oh, oh, fancy. Oh, awesome. There. Yeah. I've bought that before. And then there's a recipe to do it on the back there for pickled vegetables oh cool yeah um, and it's got yeah i saw at the health food store there's like all spice like they're like this little tiny i don't know if it's seed or nut or what it is but you can buy all spice that you just ground but okay. i ended up just buying the ground already pre-ground so I found I found I had a bag that I had bought from the health food store. Like I have this like basket I keep all my spice bags in. Okay. And I found uh, I one. So sure. them, but then when I was at the store the other day, I looked and they did have it's like an itty bitty tiny, like the size of what your pinky. Really? Okay. My dog's choking in the background. Uh oh. CPR? <laughs> She's just sleeping. So I don't know. She's been doing that. I took her to the track this morning. She got to go for a ride. And then Mike has my other dog out firewooding. So they're probably going to pull in any second. Well, that's good. All right. So we've been touching base, going crazy. Uh, new jobs, <laughs> new life, <laughs> adjustments at, house, at the household, right? Amazing. So your peppers for your salsa, did you grow them too? I grew some of them. Oh, yep. good. Okay. I didn't right. grow the jalapenos. Okay. I and then I, you what? I had luck with growing some um, serranos and some cayenne. 
Ooh. So, oh, <laughs> I know. Cayenne are hot, I bet. Yeah, very hot. So we're going to make some recipes with them, I'm pretty sure. He's been, I, Robbie's been out cooking with them, you know? When I'm at work teaching in the classroom in the afternoon, I like to make a drink with water, lemons, and, and it's just a tiny smidge of cayenne pepper. And it kind of gives me like a boost of energy in the afternoon about two o'clock when I'm fading fast. And then I just sip on that. And then everybody's like, what is that pink liquid you're drinking? <laughs> and I'm like, it's just lemon water with a dash of cayenne in it. Like you just what put the, the tiniest little amount, but. Do you get cleared sinuses too? It's probably really good. It It is. And it just, it amazes me how much energy it gives me when I'm like feeding in the afternoon. Oh, I'm trying to, instead of coffee, then I'm going for that. Yeah. I drink so much coffee in the morning that I kind of stay away from anything with caffeine from noon on. Otherwise I have a really hard time sleeping, but that's partly because I drink a pot of coffee in the morning. I know I drink like four. I have trouble sleeping too. And I'm drinking a cup of coffee right now. It's and he's so, <laughs> so now I gotta it, try this cayenne lemon water. No, my mom and my brother can drink coffee all night long. They can drink my mom and my dad would drink like espresso after dinner. I'm like, how do you do that? And then fall asleep. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. So anything else going on? Let's see. Challenge. Oh, that powdery mildew. So how did that work out? Okay, Patty Armbruster. I love that lady. She's like the guru. Oh my God. She is um, a guru. <laughs> she said to um, get some milky water, milky water, watered down milk. And I had some fermented milk, you know, some milk that went bad that I've had in a jar. So I keep it, you know, I put that in there. I put like five gallons of water to like, I don't know, a quart of this yucky milk, like curdled milk. And I sprayed all the vegetables in the garden, everything, because that powdery mildew was attacking everything, yeah. everything. I was so afraid because I told you I wanted to start my fall vegetables, like put them in because I had the seedlings, like they're big. And um, I was afraid of them getting this powdery mildew too. So that's why I did. And I got to tell you today, humidity finally broke. We had a rainstorm yesterday. And today I looked at the garden and it looks better. It looks healthier. And you can actually see the chunks of milk, <laughs> fermented milk <laughs> all over the place. I don't care. The dog's going crazy about it because they love yogurt. So, um, but I don't care. But everything's starting to look a little healthier because I need that soil to be healthy for those seedlings for the fall. I don't want to lose them. Oh my good, I still want to lose them. All that work, you know, growing them in the sunroom. Mm. Tots, tots soy. I like when I'm out in my garden, I'm like, how does Eileen still have like, I am so done with the garden for this year. And I'm just like, every time I go down there, I'm just like, when is this going to be done? When do I get to harvest it and get everything out of here? And you're still like, I'm putting a new seedling. <laughs> yes, I told you I was going to... Um, get the garden beds ready, like turn them all, like rip out all of the eggplant, tomatoes, anything that just looked horrible. A lot of things with that powdery mildew I did get rid of because I just have to. And then you can't even put that in the compost. You have to burn it kind of thing. You know what I mean? I'm thinking, I don't think it can go back in the compost pile, you know, because it might affect next year's. That's what I'm worried about. So I don't know if you have any insight on that. 
Well, we have like seven compost piles, so I would just put it in one of the other ones and that like gets like the corn stalks and things that take a really long time to decompose. But I don't know what you want to do with that. Yeah, I just you might not want to put it in with your with the good stuff, like anything. I only have one big compost. I mean, I do a lot of um, like uh, passive stuff. Like you just throw it in, you throw it in the dirt, you throw dirt over it or stuff like that. But um, let's see what happens. Hopefully it gets under control. They look healthier. And then the straw bales, you know that, you know that when you came over, you saw that the straw bales I had. So now they're conditioned for the fall crops as what I read. So I took them apart. So they're long ways, they're a rectangle, right? So I diced them, making them squares. So I hmm. pulled them apart and I put that on top of the raised bed soil that I had just cleared out. So, and that's where I'm going to plant the fall seedlings. Yeah, that should work really good. Let's see. Let's see what happens. I tell you, there was so much um, organic matter in the center of those straw bales. Oh my God, mushroom growing, uh, all these little insects all over the place. Everybody looked happy. <laughs> so Just be careful. Mike pulled one apart once and there was a beehive in there. Oh, okay. And it was a miracle we did not get like, because he's like, run. And I kind of like hesitated. And I stood there and like I was in front of him. And he could, it was a miracle we didn't get it totally attacked. But yeah, there were, there was a beehive in one. Oh, that's so just be careful when you pull them apart, like wear gloves. And, oh, that's um, good but yeah, that stuff. I mean, we had like 100 bales and there was only one beehive out of all 100 bales. But yeah, that stuff is amazing to add into your soil and to cover for the fall. That's what I'm going to cover. And then I'm going to put super the happy with that. right in there. See yeah. how it works out. Um, I could tell you when I was clearing out the raised beds, um, I have scarlet runner beans. Oh my God, I love those French beans. Oh, those green beans, like, oh, they're delicious. They're so good. I will definitely grow them next year. Um, and the hummingbirds love the red flowers. So that's nice. They all came to visit. That was great. Um, the bees. You want to try those because I only buy the what are they the um, blue bush beans. So scarlet runner beans. We'll have to try those. Oh, they're and they're out. Mike loves pictures. green beans. I love green beans. Robbie makes green beans with um, potatoes, roasted potatoes, mm -hmm. garlic, oil, salt. Oh my goodness, it's one of our favorite side dishes. Well, one of mine because I love French beans, so so it's really good. But um, while I was cleaning out the beds too, these, I had, there was two big bumblebees. They kept flying near my head. Like they were like, what are you doing? You know, don't leave my flowers. Leave my... And I was like, oh my God, I hope these things don't sting me, but I don't think they can. I don't think they have stingers because they're bumblebees, right? I'm not 100%. <laughs> I used think see... bumblebees have stingers. They do? I thought they did. It's the I don't know. like those mason bees that don't have stingers or the leaf cutter bees, the native bees. I thought oh, okay. bumblebees do. I don't, I don't know. know. They were huge and they were But they didn't sting you, huh? No, but I had a head. I was like, please let me clean this up. I can't. They were like, rrr, rrr. <laughs> it was hysterical. My goodness. But they were so upset because I was pulling stuff out and they wanted to eat. You know, but I was yeah. like, I'm so sorry, but I got to get this ready. Go find another flower somewhere else. <laughs> I don't have time. 
but yeah so that you need more like flowers a- for them that you're not going to pull out the marigolds are going crazy i love them they're all over the place can i pull them from seeds they're gorgeous just gorgeous. i'm going to post some pictures they're absolutely gorgeous oranges oh i love the color i will definitely do that for next year queen sophia is one of the color oh they're beautiful beautiful and they're um, the I'm- best companion plants because the pests don't like them I see the, that the butterflies love them, the um, butterflies and the bees, but pests do not like, they keep the bugs off of your other stuff, like your tomatoes and your peppers and things. They are all over. I had them all over the garden in every bed. So, you know, th- kudos to you guys for even telling me, because that was my problem from last year, learning that I never was a flower person, never, uh-uh. And you need the flowers for the beneficial insects <laughs> to come and pollinate. <laughs> so I totally learned a valuable lesson and I won't be, I'll continue to grow flowers in my beds for sure, for sure. I love coming home. Mike planted like this um, sunflower border along two sides are sunflowers. And then the other side is like the marigold snapdragon zinnia thing. And the sunflower, I just love pulling up the driveway and there's like these, some, I feel like they're like waving at me. And I picked like this gigantic box full of sunflower heads and there's still way more down there than I even picked. Now I'm crossing my fingers that I picked them right because they're really tiny. Like I started shelling some and they're really hard to shell because they are so tiny. And I'm wondering like, if they stayed on there longer, would they get bigger? Is it just this? I like was kind of looking at um, the seeds that we planted and they are kind of tiny. So I don't know. They're not the biggest seeds in the world. I'm kind of like going back, like these are those edible ones I told you I bought this year. I'm kind of like ready to go back to the um, bird seed ones. <laughs> I oh. think they're a lot easier, but I don't know if you can eat them. I should try some because I, I definitely have those planted. I like those also because you get more blooms on a stem. The edible oh. ones, very few of them. There's a couple and a couple of them got like 10 heads on one stem, but most of them only got like one head. Mm. So I like the bird seed ones because they can tend to get more on a stem, but um, yeah, we have a lot of sunflowers this year. And so I have them in this box drying this giant massive box. And then I still need to go pick, but I left some out there. So we'll see what happens with those. Okay. Are you allowed to, or if you were to mail me some? <laughs> yeah. Could you? Yeah. Yes. And these are edible? Like, yes. how do you eat them? How do you eat them? You can either put them in your mouth and spit the shell out or they're like roasted sunflower seeds like you would buy. Like, I think I was telling you about this last week. Like I was looking like, how do I shell all these thousands of sunflower seeds? And all the things online were like, take them a half a cup at a time. (laughs) And you roll them over with a rolling pin and that cracks the shells. And then you put them in water and the seeds will fall to the bottom and the shells are going to rise to the top of the water, supposedly is how you... Oh, that's cool. I haven't tried it yet. I'm like, I'm so behind with everything. Right? It's a lot of I work. Just... It's so much work, you know, and you just got to keep it to a minimum so you don't get burnt out, I think, you know, 
especially like new jobs and stuff like now I'm adjusting and like I, I, the garden at least gives me relief when I go out there. I mean, I feel like finally, ah, the day's gone or the day's going to begin. Try to, you know, relax yourself. So it's, it's really good to go out there, but it's just managing everything is tough at times. It really is. And everything you want to get done. But we do. Right. See, that's part of it. Like I go down there and I'm like, oh, I didn't do this. And I didn't do that. And I didn't transplant my irises and separate and put a new bed of irises or put the irises over there where I want them. And I didn't do this. And I go down there and I, for me, it's almost like stressful. (laughs) And the tomatoes need picked or they need cover. Like I've been, I've had row cover on everything since our frost. I just left it out there because it's pretty damp, even when we're getting rain. And I just, I don't want to have to go down and put it on and take it off and put it on and take it off. So I'm just leaving it down there. And tonight, Mike thinks we're going to get our big killer frost. That's going to like wipe everything out. Like my zinnias died, um, I don't know, two and a half weeks ago. Like we had a frost that kind of knocked out anything that's sensitive, the green beans, the tomato, some of the tomato plants that weren't covered, like the leaves died. Um a lot of stuff but he thinks tonight it's going to get down in the 20s i guess so okay, i don't know because i was like my phone says it's only going to get down to 39 but that doesn't know and sometimes like the garden which is at the bottom of the hill will freeze a lot colder than like the thermometer that's up here at the house you know we mm. can get it you can get pretty different so gotcha. who knows gotcha so t- it was uh, 48 degrees here today in the morning so, you know, now we're seeing like the temperature because that humidity, thank God it's gone because that's part of all that um, powdery mildew um, stuff. But 48 and everything looked perky though, which I was surprised. They were like, oh, I think of- things like that cooler. Yeah. Because I have some things that are really thriving, like this lettuce I planted for that lady who I'm helping with her garden and her landscape. Her lettuce is just looks better than anything i'm just like why am i growing lettuce for you and not for me (laughs) and like what else is doing really well the celery although i'm surprised the celery likes being covered because i have some celery in a tomato bed and like when i cover it 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 does a lot better the kale looks pretty good better than it has all year but i think partly because i finally took the row cover off of it it is getting eaten by bugs more but at least it's growing the leaves are getting bigger i don't know what i'm going to do about my kale problem um maybe different bed might help better it's not in the best it's in a very shady bed maybe if i had it in a sunnier bed uh what else looks good out there the beets look good um yeah my pumpkins i have pumpkins growing which is so fun oh my gosh, that's so they look really good they're turning orange i had one pumpkin that that i grew i'm happy oh and i had a cantaloupe i had uh, uh it was delicious and oh really you ate it because yes, we were just like, I'm actually like halfway through editing the episode we did. I still haven't posted it. <laughs> and I was just listening to it while I'm making the salsa today. And you're talking about the watermelon and the pumpkin and the cantaloupe. My so you husband loved the cantaloupe. He's like, you better grow this next year. <laughs> he goes, only one plant, one fruit out of the whole thing. <laughs> Whatever. At least I got one. And then the sugar baby watermelon literally only fit in the palm of my hands. 
and we all took a taste of it, <laughs> the three of us, and it was delicious, delicious. Only one. They said, you better grow this next year. Hopefully you can get a lot more, Eileen. You know, I'm like, no, I will. You know, my son's like, mom, this is really good. I was like, yeah, but that's all that God gave us. You know, Mother Earth gave us. So, you know what? We shared it. <laughs> so it was really nice. Really nice. I'll try better, you know, do this next year again. At least I know what I'm going to do for next year. Um, that's about it. I mean, the, 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 oh, and with those beds, the, the raised beds that I only, I have four but I only cleaned out two that I had time for and um, where the seedlings are. Now I also put, I, because you're supposed to bring out your tray of seedlings and let the adjust to the sun, right? Right. So instead of doing that, you know what I did? I've got two thin th uh, screens. I have thin, uh, I got that Joanne fabrics, like uh, mm -hmm. screening material, netting mm -hmm. material. Mm -hmm. I put bird netting on it and two screens to diffuse the sun and so far no problems so i didn't have to take them in bring them out take them in bring them out so let's see what happens i'll just post pictures of it and see how they they grow those uh fall vegetables you know right now they seem acclimated and happy oh and i did water them with fish emulsion Patty Armister said, fish emulsion, you want the greenery to stay nice, you know, they really need that. I did it. <laughs> so they seem very happy. So I'm thankful. I'm thankful. <laughs> I know, I know. I can't wait to post pictures already, you know? So we'll see. That's about it. Mm. So your salsa, I'm jealous. Salsa must be delicious. Ah, uh, it is. This batch is so much fun. I can't believe I did that last time that I just put too much. I just like went bloop, bloop, and thought it was going to be good. And I just ruined the whole giant two batch, two pots full with that vinegar. So this time I'm being much more cautious. Okay. At first I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot the vinegar. How could I forget the vinegar? And I just grabbed it. And so... Yeah. yeah, no saving it. You couldn't add oil to make a vinaigrette. Uh, well, I still ate it, but it just wasn't as enjoyable. <laughs> you know, like I just knew it could have been better. better. It was, yeah, it it just didn't taste like it. This batch tastes really good already. So, oh, and good. with that cumin in there, it makes a big difference and just, yeah. That's good. Robbie made, um, cause I have some squash growing, some spaghetti squash and some other kind of squash. He made it with um, also um, leeks. It was squash and leeks. And we had roasted, you know, did a really need, nice job with roast beef and gravy. Oh, it was good too. So like fall is like in our minds here. So we're very excited. Hopefully the garden goes well, you know, but I'll keep you posted. Cool. Well, good to see you. Good to see you too. I hope we do this more often. I know it's tough. We can only do this when we can do it. So yeah, whatever allows us. Well, hopefully my schedule is going to mellow out now. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> from, from work? Yeah. Okay. And how's it going with, um, I haven't been able to listen lately, but how has it been? Um, I'm going to go actually listen now while I go do some things in the garden. You haven't missed anything. I looked today and I haven't posted an episode since the end of August. 
Okay. So <laughs> the last know. episode I posted was you and me. I don't think I'll, that's all I've posted all summer is soil Saturdays because I just am still like at the point where my computer, I just feel like it's like, I just, and, and doing the other podcaster stuff. And then I've been doing some stuff for the society of children, book writers and illustrators and just, uh, yeah, I got the illustrator coordinator position, which is just a volunteer position, but still it's a step into the organization. And, um, cause I, last year I volunteered to do the newsletter, which was only once a quarter. Now this position is a lot more work and, it's just um, think of it trying as to keep up with everything. Yeah, think of it as an internship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then this morning, I get a letter from the people that the company I tutored for last year, and they're like, "Students miss you. Don't you need to re up your classes?" Which I've been meaning to do, and I just haven't done. Just between everything, and then I don't know. I just have a lot going on, and so. And I sent you that thing about that farm to table. Doesn't that look amazing? Oh, I applied and they said, come do an interview. But then I'd already got the other job. So I didn't, but I thought maybe next year. Oh, it looks so amazing. I totally love that. And I did do two interviews yesterday Two interview. I did interview two people yesterday. I just haven't posted it. I have like six interviews that need posted that I have not oh, I edited or doing. So exactly. We learned I know. so much stuff from that. I know. You know, I, I know. did. I, I have. Know. I know. I'm so amazed. It's just all a big time. And and just I just have this resistance to my computer that I only open it when I absolutely have to, like I have a deadline. And the other thing is like usually what's kept me going all this time is having that episode to go to the progressive radio network on Mondays. And they're only up to February. so i just last week i sent him a file from valentine's day this week i sent him the week the week after that so that's part of it i think is like i said i don't have to because i don't have to have an episode a new episode to progressive radio network on monday because they still are waiting to get caught up they're on like episode 372 and i've recorded up to like 395 and i think i posted on my show up to like 380 something so they're like 10 episodes we hide still and that's part of it and then i have all the soil sister saturday ones so so you haven't missed much okay good. plus i'm not pot i don't have like i'm not running i'm not driving i'm not doing anything where i did run this for since August, I was training to do a half marathon or not a 5k. We were supposed to do a 5k on Sunday. And so I've been meeting this lady in town, but I've been meeting her. So I haven't been listening to my podcast. So I'm not listening. I know I will. I will no, try that's to. Okay. Uh, hey, you have to also do this, you know, take care of yourself health wise. You know what I mean? Because if you get too burnt out, you know what? Then nobody's going to, you know what I mean? You're not going to be able to help, you know, anyone. You got to help yourself first. There's just nothing. You have to. So, so I do have some episodes that I will get, but you haven't missed anything. I don't think, cause I haven't really posted anything, but you and me since July, Great. I haven't even posted anything in September. Really. I don't think like today I just posted, I, I recorded me doing a Labor Day weekend episode and I had never, I just posted it this morning. Okay, gotcha. And it's not that much. There's, it's short. It talks more about Greenpeace because I was on this Greenpeace call and I'm trying to get this Greenpeace action pod thing together. But 
good. That's, See, you're always uh, thinking. You're always thinking. Well, they like creating. they are desperately trying to get people to call their Congress people um, within six weeks. So that six weeks timeline is almost up um, to get the infrastructure bill passed to get to get Congress to quit putting fossil fuel to quit doing fossil fuel subsidize, subsidizing the fossil fuel industry, the gas, the coal, because they're like, you know, if we didn't give them taxpayer money, they wouldn't do any of that. You know, they couldn't afford it on their own. If we're ever going to get to clean energy, let's use those subsidies. And so they desperately need people. So they sent out emails and I'm on their email list. So I like went and watched the webinar and then, but I went through my Facebook look of friends this morning. I have 500 friends on Facebook and I could only find one person that I even thought that maybe if I asked them would be willing to do it with me. <laughs> I was like, ah, I need new friends. Okay. And what do you have to do exactly? So it's kind of like when you call before the elections and you say, will you vote for this person? So they just like you dial into the side of me. But this thing, they connect the person. Like you get the person on the line and then you say, here, I will connect you. And it connects the person directly to their congressperson. And then they just leave a message that says, please don't support fossil fuels. Please support the Green New Deal. Or I don't know. There's like a little speech. You just read a script. And it's like a 45 minute call party. And they're just trying to get people because they're pretty sure we're probably going to lose either the Senate or the House or both in 2022. <gasps> like, you know, how the Democrats got it and we finally have a chance. I mean, I feel like, you know, if we, if we can get some of this stuff through, if we could get the infrastructure bill through and people started to actually see in their pocketbook changes, you know, it's like AOC says, Democrats pass progressive legislature. People might argue about it, but once it gets in there, they really like it and they don't let it go away. Like, you know, social security that, you know, Medicare, you know, we're having this big problem with the USPS right now, the United States postal system. And like Joe Biden had, there was a guy in there that Obama put in there, I think that was going to have all postal service vehicles be electric vehicles and then Trump took him out and put this other guy in who tried to basically kill the post office. And I don't know why Joe Biden hasn't taken this guy out because he like they wanted to get rid of the um, vote by mail, you know, because they yeah, felt like the more access people had to voting, the less likely they were going to win. So they wanted to do everything they could to make it harder for people to vote. So they got rid of all those mailboxes and they changed everything and. I don't know. And I have heard people grumbling around here lately that the post office, like the price of a post office box itself practically doubled. Mm -hmm. um, so, so there are Biden, some challenges let's there. Have let's have faith. Biden's going to get in there and, you know, like he's in there already. So let's, he's got to clean up everything. There's just so much stuff. I think he's funny. doing a great job. I am yeah, so impressed. I, I think he's doing much better job than I ever expected. I'm super happy he pulled this out of Afghanistan. I certainly didn't want to see him. I and mean, if the choice was pull out or send more troops, pull I sure out. didn't want to send more troops. No. It was kind of a mess. It's just, but that just says, that just says we've been there for 20 years and it fell apart that fast. Like what were, we weren't doing the right thing there anyway. That's to me, right. that's what I get out of it. You that's know, like- 
Do I want to see those women struggling? No, obviously. No, No, but you know what? There's countries way worse. I mean, Saudi Arabia's record for human rights and women's rights is like atrocious. And yet we still give them deals like crazy and just yeah and what about india does india still carry the caste system i mean seriously i mean there's so many if you're going to complain about women's rights the democratic republic of congo is the worst that's where they need the most help i mean when i worked at the un just they so much we i learned so much about what's going on there and just there's so many places it's not we weren't in afghanistan to for women's rights if people think that yeah anyway so anyway that's where the greenpeace thing i'm hoping so that was kind of my labor day spiel was does anybody want to do that with me since i don't actually know people here in your (laughs) that i can ask my local eureka friends and what about maybe there's a link for greenpeace to do something on facebook that you could send something to all of your friends on facebook or instagram maybe find out if there's a connection like an interface well what i was wondering is like do they know other people in montana on their email list and like the other people that they have i could connect Mm -hmm. with them and we could form a pod because like i said personally i don't really know anybody yeah me either (laughs) then i can be like can you i know one person that that i thought i could call this person and she might do it with me but like all these other people i'm like nope 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 Yeah. no I, no I, I had more time i just don't have enough time i mean i work like this new job i mean it's ot it's a lot of ot it's yeah, nursing yeah yeah it's mm. nursing you know yeah. and i'm in pediatrics we're covid testing um you know regular vaccines well visits these physicals like this is this is it this is yeah what I this is the time for. of year yeah because the yeah, kids yeah. are all in sports and school and yes flu shots i mean it's you know it's it's high gear this is like our high gear season you know we it's like the nursing it doesn't really slow down but it gets more manageable like late uh before labor day right no memorial day sorry excuse me memorial day so in may you know what i mean because everything's starting to wind down a little bit because kids are just finishing up their um, testing and stuff that for the new grade, you know. And people like- are getting outside more. Like, I think yes. that's why germs spread more in the winter because we're all enclosed and Correct. indoors more and it's darker earlier. So you spend more time in your house. And Correct. I think that, because um, I know he- a lot of teachers were saying last year, they were surprised at how, how kids were sick less because they were cleaning their rooms more the kids with a mask they weren't chewing on pencils and sharing the pencil and here and there and so you know in the summer there's less so yeah well god bless you for doing that because that is truly a labor of love i'm it is it is it is that's all i can say and i i truly do enjoy it because you are helping your fellow man that's the only way i can put it um my 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 son i i'm thankful for all the doctors and everything that have taken care of him and nurses through the years you know um never was a sickly kid so you know you have to give the, you have to give back you know that's just the way it is you know you want to be treated as if you know like you were treated it's just it just goes hand in hand you you, you got to really be you know compassionate have empathy for your fellow man and take care of them too that's all there is to it you know, and with that, maybe we should say, say la vie. <laughs> okay. Thank you. 
Yes. Keep in touch, lady. I'm okay. Always text away. You know that. Okay. Me too. I'm in definitely better spirits this week, right? Yes. It was rough. Okay. All right. You too. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. All right. Get your copy of the Organic Oasis Guidebook available today from Amazon. It's got 12 lessons designed to help you create your own organic oasis. Um, it starts with healthy soil. It talks about building an earth-friendly landscape. It helps you understand the difference between annuals and perennials and how to bring in beneficial insects. It talks about fruit trees and just um, all the lessons that I've learned on my podcast mixed with what Mike and I have done here, okay, what Mike has done here at Mike's Green Garden and just, um, I hope that it will help you on your garden journey uh, to create, like I said, your own organic oasis um, where you can have healthy food and enjoy, um, you know, a very special place. And most of all, it's good for Mother Earth. Do you know someone who would benefit from the Organic Gardener podcast? If you like what you hear, we'd love it if you'd share the Organic Gardener podcast with a friend. Thanks again for listening and remember, grow local.